It's That's Lit with me, Shazzy D, here on Triple H 100.1 FM. Now, tonight, joining me in the studio is a very special guest. This is Kenneth Mufumbiro, New South Wales President of the African Professionals of Australia. Kenneth, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Excellent. And so, Kenneth, can you tell us what African Professionals of Australia is all about? African Professionals of Australia is, is an association, it's a non-profit association. It's been around for since 2007. It's for 12 years. We celebrated our gala, 10th year anniversary gala, about two years ago in Parapata. So it's about trying to change that narrative around what an African professional is. And in the sense, it's for anybody who wants to grow in their own profession, regardless of what the profession is, somebody who holds himself some kind of esteem and wants to standards that they want to reach. So what we do provide is a platform for people to actually network, come together and help each other actually grow as Africans so we can actually positively impact society and community as Africans. Because for a long time, the notion of what an African profession was in this country was, for the most part, unknown. Because we don't have, we've only started coming here, we don't have a lot of people to mentor others. So we could, would like to utilize a few people we do have to mentor others, as well provide bridges to other people that are willing to mentor Africans. So we can actually have more professional people, not everybody being a nurse, not everybody being a blue-collar worker, but whoever, to be able to, full, to reach their full potential in whatever profession that might be. So that's the whole essence of what African professionals of Australia is about. Great. So uh, I like what you said about, you know, like mentoring like mm. others who kind of come here. Can you talk about how important it is to have kind of networks uh, like that? Yeah, it's very important for the most part. Think about it. If you're going to do something for the first time, you can you always make mistakes. But if you have somebody who's lived through those mistakes to actually tell you what not to do or what to do, that alone helps you along the way. But also, there's just breaking the barrier, breaking, getting a point of entrance, you know, the networks for somebody who's already been there and done it. That opens up doors for you because a lot of people come here, a lot of us come here as students, we do not know anybody or your family members, it's just your family you know, or you're from a particular country in Africa, and that's your group that you know. Uh, unlike somebody who's grown up here because they're exposed to mentors, networks. So mentors could be anybody, but what you're trying to do is look for people who look like you, who've done it as well, who've, who've been there to actually give back. So it's a two-way thing. It's for people who are looking for mentors and mentors who are looking to actually bring other people up. So it's a two-way thing that we're actually trying to do, trying to link, trying to create, link that gap that exists at the moment. Because people that have been here longer, that are much older, are more secluded because when they came, there's not that many people. So they've, they've developed their own systems of existence, uh, which are a bit isolated or just not close to other Africans. And then there's a whole group of newer, younger people who are trying to make a difference, but they don't know who to look up to. So it's trying to create that gap so we can actually all help each other. And pretty much have a better image of what Africans are in Australia because... To be honest, the media and the politicians have not been very, very kind to us yeah. in the last few years. I, yeah. I totally agree with that. And it's mm. really good to see that, you know, we ourselves also need to kind of show that, you know, this isn't how, you know, how we're portrayed on TV isn't necessarily always that narrative, you know. Absolutely. We need to tell our own stories. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because when you tell, when you con whenever you create something, you have, you have license 
of creativity to can do whatever you want. So we need to tell our own stories to, to reflect what our side of the story is. So when the media says one thing, uh, we don't control the media, but we do have this thing called social media. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We can actually put our stories there and tell tell people what you know what we're about. Um, if we have people doing a, some great things, like you, <laughs> to be honest, that's why I was excited to come here. If we have professionals like you who are journalists and have radio shows, and you know, we should use this platform to actually tell our own stories. If there's something African going on in the community, we should actually be hosting it, get everybody know about it. So if there's help out there, we should actually be broadcasting so we can we actually help each other out as well instead of always waiting for somebody to actually give mm, us a hand. Mm -hmm. And if you help yourself, then you can dictate the terms. But if you're always waiting for a grant or somebody to help you, then mm -hmm. the terms might not be very favorable mm -hmm. for you as well. So mm -hmm. I think I like your platform and what you're doing here. I think it's a great thing. And we need more of you. Mm -hmm. We need more access. You need more interviews, more people. Because there's a lot of people doing great things out there. Um, mm. It's not... I'm not here to to market people. <laughs> I can start naming, drop, dropping names, but yeah, there's a lot of people doing good things and we need to showcase things like that and tell our own stories as well. Mm. And so you mentioned, uh, as we were talking just before, about how APA is not just in New South Wales. Where else uh, is it? Yeah, so I'm the New South Wales president. I prefer being called chairman, but <laughs> my, 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 my elders said you have to stick to president. So so you, you get confused. Some people call me chairman, others call me president. Yes, we have four functioning chapters. APA was started in Perth by a, a group of friends, including Tommy Adebayo. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he works in the mines in Perth. And some, another friend of mine called Melvin mm -hmm. Achuma, who's in New South Wales. And a lot of other people were migrated from Perth and moved. So as they moved, they expanded the chapters. So we started in Perth. That's our main chapter. Then... Uh, we opened up one in New South Wales. There's another one in uh, Victoria, uh, and another one in Queensland. Mm -hmm. So we have four fully functioning chapters. We're trying to launch one in South Australia, mm -hmm. uh, and we're trying to rejuvenate one in uh, in Canberra at the ACT. We used to mm -hmm. have it, but people moved back home, and a few things happened. But we're trying to bring that up, and there's a few people interested. So if you know anybody in, in Canberra or South Australia who'd like to be part of APA, and who's a leader in the community. Uh, please reach out. Um, our website is www.apaau.com. And so, speaking of how you were saying, you know, uh, it started in Perth mm. and, you know, the people have uh, moved to New South Wales, do you think that also differs depending on where you live? Um, can also kind of differ in certain experiences that people have? Does that play as a, a factor? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd, I'd... I would imagine the whole African experience in Melbourne right now is slightly different from the rest of the country because of the stories we've been hearing out of Melbourne. But I guess that calls for more need for uh, for groups like APA. Um, in fact, we've been doing a fair bit of work with uh, social groups in Melbourne that are not uh, there are groups like Jesuit Social Services, mm. uh, working with NAB to actually help or whenever they have like employment opportunities coming through, we actually broadcast them and try to get them candidates as well. Uh, and any other person who's willing to work with us. So, yeah, where you live, of course, does have an impact on on how you would be partly, how many networks you can have, how many people you can connect with. But to be honest, nowadays, the world is very small. It's a global place. To be honest... I have mentors that probably have never seen me. Uh, you can reach out. You can send an email. Like it's 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 so easy to get connected. It doesn't have to be the one-on-one, -on -one, the face-to-face all the time. You, you can do FaceTime, mm -hmm. Skype. Yeah. You can mm -hmm. yeah. But 
there's a lot of people I find and in having been a president of AP, I've found that there's a lot of people willing to give back. And I'm not saying just African people. Hmm. There's a lot of good people out there who are willing to give up. There's a lot of people who understand the struggles of being an immigrant mm-hmm. in this society, in this in this country, even mm-hmm. though they might not be African. Mm-hmm. They might come from Europe, from England, but they've moved there. They've gone through struggles, and they can definitely not maybe maybe fully appreciate, but they can relate to your mm-hmm. our struggles. So these people that are actually trying to help of all colors, of all races. So it's if you reach out, the whole issue of where you live is you might actually be surprised your very neighborhood might have the very person you actually are looking for and what's missing is that connection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's you, you never know until you actually reach out so i would say your location plays a big part but if you're not somewhere on the moon or somewhere in the desert living on all the i'm very sure you can actually meet somebody who can help you out so. yeah. yeah 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 what made you want to join apa it's funny you say that <laughs> I've been in Australia for since 2002, June 20th, actually, mm-hmm. to be precise. <laughs> ah, almost an anniversary. Wait, hey, yeah, Ju- yeah. 20th yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and it's my birth. Was my birthday yesterday as well. Hey, so that's why I happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> don't don't ask me my age. Okay, yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so for the first, to be honest, for the first 10 years of my being in Australia, I did uni. I got a job. As I started working out, like in South Australia, I used to work for an integrated steelworks, started mining and steelworks operation in South Australia. Uh, then I've, I've moved around a fair bit, but all I did was I was not connected to community. I did my work, I got my job. Then after a while, I was like, mm, "This feels very lonely." I felt something was missing. Uh, I used to live in a country town where there was only two Africans at the time, mm. out of seven thousand people. <laughs> so when I moved back to Sydney and started living in Sydney, I was like, do you know what, I need to do something about it. I need to be more involved in community because there's also a thing about perception. I think something clicked when after a while. I realized if I had the networks and the ability to connect to people when I just moved here, I would probably be very far in my career and in my... In just anything you wanted to achieve. Anything I want to achieve. Hmm. I, I got, it, for me, something clicked like after about 10 years. I was like... A lot of times there's these social groups, there's these community groups that could actually just open up your mind to a lot of things, but a lot of times we shun away from them because of all, we look at all the bad things that do happen in there instead of looking at the positive side of things. Mm. So for me, something clicked and I was like, oh, the reason why most people don't get ahead for the most part is there's this unconscious bias. But if you have somebody who can put you forward, it breaks that. Uh, There's lack of networks. Regardless of what profession you're in, you can only go so far if you don't have the right networks. Uh, if you cannot network up or below, it will be very hard as well. And a lot of these skills I found you learn from community groups. Like for me, like, it gave me a platform to be a leader without necessarily getting paid for it. But it's taught me skills and opened up doors to places and things and people that I would ordinarily not have the platform mm-hmm. to. I mean, I'm here today speaking to you because of APA. Mm-hmm. So it's that's why... I joined, but for the most part, when I joined, I wanted to give back. I wanted to create yeah. a difference. I wanted to be the change that I wanted to, that I was, you know, that was I was looking for. Yeah. So I wanted to contribute. So when I joined and I was contributing, people noticed and mm. slowly started pushing me more and more forward. Uh, I didn't join with the intention of actually being president. I joined for a need. I felt like there was a need to provide, and I wanted to connect people. And as I did the work, people noticed and slowly pushed me forward. So that's how it happened. And here you are. And here I am. Yeah. <laughs> What 
have you heard, I guess, yeah. from people who have joined, I guess, over the years as APA uh, has been growing, yeah. but have you heard or how have people kind of described their own experience? Have you heard any kind of stories uh, people have had? Yeah, I think, I mean, to be honest, like, just like any other organization, you, there's the ups and downs. Nothing is flatlined. It's, 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 I mean, 2007 is still a young organization in relative terms. Um, and remember, it's a community, non-profit uh, organization. So you do have, definitely, you do have your ups and downs financially, time-wise. All this stuff is like you do have to, besides what. So for me, my experience is you, you, you always get, you're going to hear mixed stories. You hear the good and you hear the bad. And depending on when somebody joined and when someone left. Now, since I joined, it's been great. <laughs> with Oslop. I think it's getting better. Uh, that's my opinion. <laughs> and I'll stick to it. Yeah. And, <laughs> but on the other hand, this is what I find. APA provides a platform. That experience is entirely up to you. No one's being paid to do anything. I, t I tell, I have, a, I have a committee of nine people and all of them contribute in different ways and not all of them are as, as active as the rest no some of them can't afford to because they're, they're married they have kids they mm. have duties but they do what they can mm. but my, from my experience it's like my job is to facilitate and help out and and contribute so if if you have good ideas i give you the platform so apa is one of those things you, you get out what you put in mm. mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to do so People's experiences, some of them it's groundbreaking. We've done a lot of things this year. I'm sure you you met a colleague of mine, son, yeah, yes. an APA event. <laughs> and that was, yeah, yeah. yeah she's really nice. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I can flip back to you, the very question is, mm. look, what did you think about the event you attended? I think that, that event was about International Women's Day celebration. Yes, right? yes. So, so that's how I stumbled about? upon it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was like an International Women's Day event. And I thought, hey, I'm a woman. I will attend. And so... <laughs> yeah, yes, international. <laughs> wow, OMG. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it turned up. And I thought it was really great. And it mm. is really good to see, you know, other Africans as well. That was one thing for me. Just mm. uh, as, as you were saying, community is really important. And whatever background you're from, you know, yeah. just whatever background you have and just have other people who have similar experiences, maybe not exactly the same, but similar. And so you can mm. kind of talk to them in, a, you know, a way that you can be like, oh, yeah, you know, this kind of thing happened. And you all kind of nod and you kind of, feel you know a connection I guess and mm. so that's kind of what I found from it and I think organizations whatever they are whatever it is with you know sporting or cultural or whatever like just that sense of you know mm. we're all in this together kind yeah. of thing and so yeah I, I had a good experience from that event that I yes, went from to. What, from what I can pick up from what you just said and I always look for feedback is you said you felt like you belonged mm. Mm -hmm. and then you connected mm. mm -hmm. as well so yeah, those are yeah, important yeah. like to be honest we all everybody wants to belong mm. and everybody wants to feel like they're part of something so so that's what we're trying to do we create events every, at least we try to do it every month. Mm. For the most part, is we try to do not to do anything in December and Jan because timing holidays, is quite hard. Holidays, Christmas. traveling, and all that. <laughs> but for the rest of the ten months, we try at least have one event every every month. Mm. Um, so I think the brunch was probably don't quote me, probably March or April somewhere. Mm, there. Somewhere then, yeah. yeah somewhere I there. should remember. I was there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think it was March actually. Yeah, but, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, so, so we did have a brunch and we had a work. We had like we we would usually have drinks, networking drinks, where we invite different people mm. in different uh, in the city or so, wherever we can, and they just come up and have a few drinks and socialize. We have those maybe every quarter, 
Mm. Uh, so we had a leadership workshop mm. mm -hmm. uh, that was presented by J.D. Karanja. She's mm. a leadership coach mm -hmm. in May in Parramatta. Mm -hmm. And that was about finding your purpose and mm -hmm. trying to live it out and looking for ways and ideas actually you can actually fulfill your purpose, whether it's career-wise or mm -hmm. personal-wise. So mm -hmm. there was some good pointers in there. Yeah. actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Then next month we're having a high tea. Ooh, uh, we're having a ladies high tea, so sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a ladies high tea. That's going to be at the Radisson Blue Plaza Hotel on mm. the Saturday of the 29th of June mm. from 1 to 4 p.m. Mm, so you have, oh, yeah. sorry? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a high tea. We're trying to raise, we, we do this every year. It's part of the, Australia's biggest morning tea. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're trying yeah. to raise funds for cancer research. So, our humble pledge this year is that we would like to raise $500 mm -hmm. for the Cancer Foundation. Mm -hmm. we'll, be, we'll be glad if we can raise five grand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's what we do. We, 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 we look for ways to give back as well mm. to other worthy, like worthy initiatives and causes. And to be honest, I don't know, like, I don't know anybody who doesn't know anybody who's suffered from cancer in this mm. country. So it's it's quite a big problem in this mm. country. So anything we can do would, would be helpful. So we're having the high tea in on the 29th of June. Yeah. End so of this month. do you, mm. so with these events, do mm. you also always find through them that you get people who are willing to off the back of that with their own experience because i know lots of different you know professionals hey yeah. um would be bringing you know their own experiences to it as well so say you hold an event and someone comes in and they're from a for an example they're from they have a business a shop you know that sells clothing xyz and you find that they are like oh here's this shirt that i have and mm. you know other people can kind of contribute in those kind of ways is that kind of how you find then more people from it. So it's like, hey, I have the shop. And then more people want to contribute to that shop and then kind of it snowballs from there. It's definitely organic. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. So it's from one event. But the interesting thing is we do have a call of regular people. Oh, okay. But like maybe that's like a third of the group you'll find there. Mm. Interestingly, every event mm -hmm. and it's slightly different. The theme is slightly different. Mm -hmm. So what happens is every time you go to one of these events, you see like people you've never seen, mm. like two thirds of the people you've never seen. Yeah. So you, you always, I always get excited meeting new friends and meeting people. So you, you always get surprised depending on what you're talking about. Yeah. Last year we had a few sessions. We call them evenings of professional excellence. Mm -hmm. uh, we did something on investment. Okay. Uh, actually, we did two of them on investment. Okay, Started so off with shares and you know wow. buying houses and all that stuff. So Dug deep into that. Mm, broad range another, of things. Yeah. Then we did another one on social cohesion mm -hmm. at at UTS last year. Mm -hmm. But going back, I've just remembered the branch, the branch, the branch was definitely. I think it was March. March. Yeah. We got the day. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, because we did a collaboration with another group. I don't know if you heard about the Diversity and Inclusion Gala. We did mm, on the 30th of May, no. which is a multicultural month. We had a gala. Okay. So you do yeah. lots of like multicultural events as well, like yes. related. We had a good gala. It was it was a beautiful gala at. Um, it was near the Opera House. No, it was mm -hmm. near the Harbour Bridge. Jesus, oh, I'm nice I, I organized and I'm forgetting. Oh, so. that's totally fine. <laughs> oh, it's all right. But, yeah, we had a gala and we, we just collaborated with Aboriginal Council. Oh, that's 
That's great. Uh, we, have, we collaborated with another group called Diversity and Inclusion Group, mm. and APA was also part of it. So we brought in different speakers to talk about diversity and inclusion. Yeah. So. Great. Well, Kenneth, it yeah. has come to time. This has been such a great chat. Thank you so much for coming into the studio Thank and talking to me. Thank you for having me. No worries. I had a ball. We should do this again. Yeah, why not? It should be longer. Yes. <laughs> Should be. You should play some Afro beats too. Right? Uh, yes, more Afro beats, yep. We'll add it to the list. We'll add it to the list. And if you want to find out more about African professionals of Australia, yeah, head to their website or you can head to their Facebook page. They also have one, don't you? Yes, we do have a we do have a Facebook page. We yeah. do have an Instagram page. Yeah. We do have a LinkedIn page. So much. We've got it all. All covered. the socials. Yeah. Yes.